This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, October 5th. And here we go. It's time for the moment that you've been waiting 20 years to celebrate. Twins 2, Blue Jays nothing, ninth inning. The 0-2 to Varsho. He struck him out! Twins win! Twins win! The Minnesota Twins are moving on! The Twins win their first postseason series in more than 20 years. 2-0 shutting out the Blue Jays. The celebration is underway as the players hug and begin the celebration around the pitcher's mound. The bullpen guys, they want in. Twins territory, wherever you are right now, you will not forget this moment. Yeah, uh, nobody is going to forget where they were celebrating that Twins win. And you guys, I am still coming down on this high. This is amazing. It has been a moment 20 years in the making. And look, the Twins snapped two different losing streaks in this process. So first off, yeah, uh, uh, on Tuesday, they snap the... 18-game playoff losing streak dating back to 2004. I've said this before on the air. Uh, I was in the first grade. I was sitting in Mrs. Desitel's first grade classroom at Bertha Hewitt. Like, that's where I was the last time the Twins won a playoff game. Uh, And that was snapped. That was snapped on Tuesday. It was a great game. Pablo Lopez, I've said it before all season long, from the moment the Twins traded for Pablo Lopez, the Twins got him to be an ace. And an ace he was, an ace he has been for the Twins all season long and helped guide the Twins to that first win in 18 playoff games. And, by the way, uh, then... We have Royce Lewis, who, you know, me and Corey have joked before that he's like the second coming of Kirby Puckett, but the kid just might be the second coming of Kirby Puckett. It is crazy, crazy. And then they win yesterday to win their first series since 2002. I was in preschool. I don't know what I was doing in 2002. It's insane. It's insane that the Twins have finally done this. It's insane that it took so long. And as we talked about, there were people, I've talked to people over the course of the summer who said, you know, do they really deserve to be in the playoffs? You know, uh, teams have better records than the Twins. I I look at this Twins team, they're too flawed. Uh, You know, know, they're they're not going to end the losing streak this year. To which I've said all along, just get your team in the playoffs and see what happens. And the Twins, there are a lot of Blue Jays fans that were very confident going into this series. I was at both games. Uh, I was at both games at Target Field. And we'll talk about the atmosphere in a second. But I was at both games. And there were a lot of confident Blue Jays fans that made the drive from Manitoba or wherever the heck they were at to come down and watch this game. And they got sent back to Toronto with their tails between their legs. Or back to Canada, I should say. With their tails between their legs. They got embarrassed. Uh, this this series for the for Toronto, they got 
their butts handed them. The Twins not only won, they thoroughly outpitched them, they outdefensed them, they outmanaged them. Uh, they outtimely hit them. There's just a whole bunch of stuff going on in this series. And there are a lot of confident Blue Jays fans that thought that the Twins were the easiest draw. They were happy. They were not going to play the Tampa Bay race. There was a video uh, by a popular YouTuber talking about how the Twins are frauds and how the baseball shouldn't let them in the playoffs. Well, two American League East, the best division in baseball we heard all season long, Two of them are out. There's only one team left now uh, in the American League East. So I guess they were the real frauds all along. It's just a great day for Twins baseball. I don't know where I was the last time the Twins... Like, I don't know what I was doing. I don't know like what the situation was the last time the Twins won a playoff game. And I certainly don't know that the last time they won a playoff series. And I said all season long, at least maybe at the All-Star break on, win the American League Central and just end the dang losing streak. Can you do that, Minnesota Twins? And they did. Now, the, the, the cloud is over. The, the cloud is gone. It's disappeared from the franchise. There's nothing holding this team back anymore. And it weighed on everyone. And I talked about before how it looked like guys like Pablo Lopez, Kyle Farmer, people who were not on the last playoff teams, basically talk about, we're going to end the streak. Like, it was their mission. Like, they were the team of destiny that was going to do it. In 2019, when Rocco first made the uh, playoffs as manager, the way he talked about it was like, you know, like, and I don't blame him for talking about it. In fact, that's probably what I would have said in 2019 was, that's not our cross to bear. Like, that wasn't us. Like, let's start our own thing. And then in 2019 and 2020, they get swept both times, and Rocco's like, I guess we're a part of it now. And like, that... 2020 press conference after the Twins got swept in the wildcard round, I think broke Rocco Baldelli. Like, he was as devastated as I've ever heard him as manager. And to come back and to accept that not only are we going to get back into the playoffs, we are going to be the team to end the streak. It, it's team of destiny. It's stuff like that. I don't know what'll happen. The Twins are going to play the Houston Astros next. First series, or first round, the first game of the next series, there we go, is Saturday. And who knows what happens. It's best three out of five. The Twins could get swept, embarrassingly. But this is my World Series. The curse is over. We can stop talking about it for the love of all that is good and holy. We can stop with the, we'll win a playoff game and we'll talk. Win a playoff series and we'll talk. Done. It's done. That cloud is over the franchise, they can move on, and we can just talk baseball, which is awesome. Uh, I I don't know if the Twins will get swept. I don't know what that series is like in Houston, but my goal for the season was just to end the losing streak and break the curse, and they did. And you want to know what? The crowd played a big part in that. Uh, I, biasly, I was part of some of the crowd. And as you can tell, my voice is still recovering a little bit from two days of ball. That's the best sporting environment I've ever been to at Target Field. That place, from the moment uh, me and my wife got to the got to the ballpark, like the parking ramps were full and there was a line to get in before the gates even opened that was like a mile long, and I could just tell something was going to be different. We got the red Homer hankies, we were ready to go, and an hour before game time, 
Pablo Lopez was walking out to the bullpen, and he walks across through the outfield, and the uh, the the big board in left field puts him up there, and they say, "Hey, Pablo Lopez, your game one starter." And the crowd hadn't even fully came in yet, but there was a decent little roar, and I was like, "Okay, feels like everybody's in on this." And throughout the course of the ball game, it was loud. But in the first inning, when Royce Lewis hit that home run, the place was going to explode. And the place got loud. And the Blue Jays pitcher couldn't hear what the pitch was supposed to be. And he threw the little pitch comm device in his hat at the dugout. And the place just went insane. And every new baseball he kept throwing. And you could hear chants of the guy's name. You could hear, Gosman, Gosman, show up on TV. It was amazing. And it clearly, it was in Toronto's heads. Now, I'm going to give more credit to the players, obviously. They deserve like 99.9% of the credit here. But the fans can take solace in the fact that that was loud, that motivated everybody, and in the biggest play of yesterday's game, where the Twins had Carlos Correa pick off, Carlos Correa and Sonny Gray pick off Vlad Guerrero Jr. at second base, uh, that play... They talked about a post game because again there were runners on second and third, two out, and the guy who led the league in hits the last two seasons at the plate in Bo Bichette at the plate. It just felt like he was going to hit a two-run single and tie the ball game, and they picked off Vlad Guerrero Jr. at second base. But Correa said in the first inning, he said, "Hey, by the way, it's so loud in here that." The guy on second cannot hear his base coaches tell him to get back to the bag. So let's be ready. And in the right situation, because Vlad Guerrero Jr. is on second base, he is not the lead runner. It's a full count. He's at two outs. He's expecting him to be purely focused on the on the hitter. And Carlos Correa calls in. He says, hey, let's do the pickoff play. And they get him. And the rally ends. And also, Carlos Correa with the go-ahead RBI single. I know Correa had a bad offensive year. His worst career year. But Carlos Correa is made for the postseason. The defensive play he made in Game 1. The plays he made in Game 2. The RBI single in Game 2. This is why you get Carlos Correa on your baseball team. He is a winner. And by the way, he is one RBI shy of tying David Ortiz for, I think, fourth most playoff RBIs. This guy hits. This guy's awesome. Twins are awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little uh, little high on the supply here, but it's just been amazing. Everything in Twins territory over the last two days has just been pure bliss. There's some things that we'll get into on some nitpicks and some things as we look forward to Houston that we'll talk about, but there we go. Like, the Everything that we wanted this Twins team to do, just win a playoff game, just break the curse, just do this, just do that, and they did. And now they're playing with house money, they're a team with confidence, and now they play the defending World Series champions. So we'll see how that goes. On the broadcast schedule tonight, over on the Superstation, K106, we have high school volleyball, Verndale at Wadena Deer Creek, 7.15 pregame, 7.30 first serve, and this is going to be a good one. A conference changing, conference altering, conference deciding matchup tonight in the Park Region Conference. Verndale at Wadena Deer Creek, it's going to be a really, really great game. 
I'll be on the call for that one. I'll rest up my voice. I'll be ready because that's going to be another loud, that's going to be another good environment, fun little rivalry between the Wolverines and the Pirates as well. A lot on the line tonight. Going to be fun to see. You're going to want to tune in to that game tonight as well.